Today's best music. Magic 89.9. We enter the chat room. My name is Boom. For those of you who are listening on the radio, on the road, or working from home uh, through Magic 89.9, good afternoon to you guys. For those watching us on Facebook Live, on Twitch, and of course through the Kumu app, we welcome you to the show and we welcome. Uh, one of my good friends and one of the best storytellers that we have and one of the best coaches that we have, just one of the best people that we have uh, here in the Philippines, Coach Jimmy Alapag joins us for the chat room. Hello, Coach. Hey, Boom. How are you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I, I caught you on the road. I hope you're you're okay. You're obviously not driving, but, but I hope uh, this is a good time for us to kind of like catch up and chat. No, absolutely. Um my my you know as you know we're we're expecting so yes my my, my wife uh has her doctor's appointment but because of obviously the new protocols i'm not allowed inside mm. so oh uh, okay you know, so that's why you're outside of the hospital right now yes yes yeah, so uh-huh. i'm just i'm just waiting so okay um yeah but we're good we're good uh, thanks thanks for taking time appreciate it uh we've been in touch the last uh probably month. Uh, I, I thank you for sending me a message during my birthday. And from then on, we, you know, we, we were again, kind of in touch for a while. And I decided, hey, you know, if you're free, why don't you join me for this show? And I wanted to touch, I wanted to start with that. How about mm. that? Baby number four. Uh, you made Man. the announcement, obviously, <laughs> on, your, on your YouTube channel, on your blog. But baby number four, uh, forgive me, I hope I'm not intruding uh, if I ask, was this planned? Was this a surprise? Was this all? Well, tell us about it, uh, Coach. No, completely unplanned. Wow. Um, but, you know, again, obviously, obviously uh, another blessing for our family. And, and the funny thing is, I swear, man, for all the parents who are listening, you know, you know how our kids can be. And we have three already. And our kids, especially my oldest son, Ian, and my, my daughter, Kiona, they spoke this into existence because, you know, <laughs> I, have, I, I, have, I have two boys and I have a girl. And, you know, for some reason, you know how kids are, right? There's no filter. Right. They're, they're, right. they're brut- brutally, genuinely honest, you know, when they talk to you. And especially my daughter, she kept saying throughout this lockdown, like, you know, Dada, it's not fair. And, and so I'm asking her, like, Kiona, what do you mean it's not fair? She's like, it, it's not fair, Dada, here at home. And I said, well, why? And she said, well, because there's you and there's Kuya, Ian, and there's Kaylin, and it's only me and Mama. So there's three boys and there's two girls. <laughs> so, so I need, so I need a baby sister. And you know, and you know, for us, we're kind of like, oh, you're okay. You know, you have, you have your baby brother. And she's like, no, I, I need a baby sister. And and it was really consistent from her and even even from Ian. He's like, yeah, Dada, it's not fair. Kiona, Kiona deserves deserves a sister, and so you know, again, God, God blessed us, and uh, you know, we're on another uh, pregnancy journey. Well, I'm not, but my wife uh, LJ is. So yeah, of course. Uh, you know, uh, we're, but we're thankful. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it pregnancy, obviously, we 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 know, and we said it so many times. I mean, uh, women, our wives, uh, the women in our lives are super women. But that doesn't take the f- away the fact that you share this pregnancy together. I mean, obviously, no, absolutely, you, right? Absolutely. You, you don't know how it feels. We wouldn't. We would <laughs> never be able to tell. Uh, there was no way we're we're going to be able to tell how that feels and what they go through. But that doesn't mean you don't experience, 
you know, all the emotions uh, also in the high sure, of sure. pregnancy, right? For sure. And that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, do you know that? So does that mean you know the gender already? The way you're, you're no, talking? not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, she's she's about seven weeks right now. Um, so we won't know. We won't right, know right. for a little bit of time. But right. you can you can already guess what my what my kids <laughs> are praying for. <laughs> so, so stay tuned. Oh, that's that's awesome. Um, you know, remember the old show can say the darndest things, right? That that's yeah, a, yeah, I do, I that, do. That that's exactly what it is, and uh, perfect. You just said it. It's unfiltered, but it's it, they speak the truth, don't they? Yes, all day, <laughs> all day, every day. This is quite a journey. I mean, all right, let's um, obviously. Well, for people who don't know. Um, just a couple of years ago, you were all you you came out. You and uh, your your lovely wife obviously came out with the the more detailed story of uh, you know of Ian right coming into yeah. your life and the yeah. struggles that you went through a couple of years prior to Ian being a blessing in your life. Um, and then you fast forward to now, when you had the hardships in the first two years, and now you know um, a fourth kid. I mean, how good is that? Yeah. No, you know, you know, boom, again, you know, God, God has blessed us for sure. Um, you know, we obviously had our, our struggles early in our marriage, um, with having kids. Um, I think Elgin and I had been married for, we just, we actually just celebrated our, our 10 year anniversary. Happy anniversary. That's about, right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but we were actually about, about three and a half years into our, our marriage and we still didn't have any kids. And, right. and again, for the listeners out there, you know, I come from a big family, you know, I'm the youngest of six uh, kids. LJ is the oldest of six. And mm. so, you know, naturally it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily something where, where people were, were doing it, I guess, purpose, purposely, but they were asking like, you know, how come you guys haven't had kids? Right. right. And, right. and, you know, I was perfectly healthy. She was perfectly healthy, but right. you know, it just, it just wasn't a part of coming. Family. You know, there there can be a, a, a little bit of a buildup of pressure because I wait, coach. I think I I lost your audio a little bit. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Let me. Yeah, I think I lost your audio a little bit. We're talking to Coach Jimmy Alapag right now, joining us and live, obviously, uh, here in the chat room, straight from his car, waiting for LJ. Uh, uh, can I can I hear you? Let's see if I can. All right. We might be losing Coach uh, Jimmy Alapag right now. Okay, here. All right, Coach. Let's get let's get back to what you were saying. So, uh, um, yeah, that you were talking about how people unintentionally, without you know, with, without any bad intentions, were always asking you about you know having kids and all of that. Yeah. So you know, and again, coming from big families, um, mm. you know that you you do feel a little bit of the pressure, right? You mm. know, anytime I talk to my mom and dad, they're like, "Hey, you know, we have any grandkids yet?" and and, and likewise for LJ. So, so it was, it was tough. Um, but again, you know, you fast forward and, and not only have we been blessed with three kids, but now with one on the way. Um, so, you know, we're extremely thankful. We got a full house. Uh, you know, there, there, there's always excitement um, in our house every day with our kids. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see our life. Uh, any other. Um, yeah. You there? Yeah, I lost you just for a second there. Are you back with us, Coach? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah, I'm there here. you go. 
All right. So, yeah, but the pressure is real, right? At least um, I think a lot of our uh, listeners or viewers who, uh, who are parents uh, who are wannabe parents, um, that's something mm-hmm. that everybody experiences regardless of what stratification you belong to, regardless you're a celebrity or For not. Sure. These uh, social pressures sure. about, uh, right? And you guys yeah. uh, went through that. And, and again, you know, it was, it, you know, it, it was all unintentional, but right, right, you know, right. people are, people are excited, you know, you're, you're, you're newly married. Um, and, and, you know, I think, I think it's, it comes more from a, an excited perspective, yes. you know, for, for the respective couple. But again, you know, for, for us in particular, it just, it just took a little while longer, but, uh, right. you know, we, you know, it was all in God's timing and, you know, here we are 10 years into our marriage and we've got number four on the way. So beautiful. Uh, Wonderful. So, yeah. It's the best gift. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Can you tell us about their personalities separately, like Ian or Kiona, Kellen? Um, I want to. I just wanted to dig in a little bit in terms of because right now, obviously, they're developing into their own. Like yes, right. For sure. Right now, for sure. Do, what kind of personalities do they have, and where? When you see your kids, do you see yourself in this aspect? You see LJ in this aspect. You know, can you can you kind of break that down for us? Sure. You no. So no, not at all. So I think with my with my son Ian, um, Ian Maximus, you know, he gets a lot of his drive. Um, I think from LJ and I both. Mm. Um, you know, we, you know, the, the the one thing I do not want to do with our kids, and, and LJ knows this, is that I don't want to pressure them into what I want them or what she wants them to do. You know, I want them to find their own passion and something that they love and, and enjoy doing. So with, with Ian, um, he's been super involved and super active with his Taekwondo. Right. Um, and even, and even during this pandemic, you know, as, as tough as it is for children, you know, not being able to be out, he's been incredibly consistent with his zoom workouts, Wow! um, you know, with, with his teacher or instructor. Um, and you know, he just, I mean, the kid works and, and I, and I love to see it because not only do I, do I, you know, value and appreciate how hard he works, but he enjoys it, you know, and, and, you know, he's, he's very protective of his, of his baby sister and baby brother. Um, um, but I, I definitely think, you know, his, his drive, um, comes from, you know, from me as far as just, you know, I, I tell them all the time, you know, if you, if you do something, you know, you, you, you go out there and you do your best, you know, I mean, win or, win or lose, you know, mama and dada and, and, and your baby brother and sister, we're going to be proud of you, but you go out there and you do your best. And to see him, to see that resonate with him. And, you know, we were working out a little bit last night and he learned how to jump rope now. And I'm like, man, you know, to, he turns eight in two weeks and Whew. to see him, to see him, you know, just enjoying working out and, you know, we work out a little bit together. It's, it's awesome. You know, I, I love it. Um, with my daughter, Kiona, um, you know, she's, she's very sassy and gets a lot of her personality from LJ. Um, <laughs> she's very, very strong willed. Um, but just, man, just has such a, a beautiful soul. Like she loves her, her big brother, and her little brother so much. And, um, you know, she, she loves the camera. Which she, she? Gets, which she gets from her mom, not me. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, she's, you know, again, she's very comfortable behind the camera. And, you know, we have our we have our family vlog and she's like kind of branching off and wanting to do her own. Not from any pressure from us, 
she just kind of does it naturally. I want my own um, channel, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you know, still very athletic. That I, you know, I'd like to think she gets from me. Um, she's she's been active also in this lockdown, um, doing her online dance classes. Right. Um, so you know, just staying busy, and you know, one thing that this lockdown has has really, you know, shown to to LGNI's parents, and I'm sure most parents would agree, is that this lockdown and this pandemic has forced you to be more creative as a parent because we've just been at home. Um, but, uh, again, you know, we, we've really been valuing the, the, the extra family time, uh, together. And then my last, my, our, well, not technically not, our last, <laughs> not, not anymore, <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, but as of now for the next, uh, seven months or so, uh, yeah, yeah. Kay, Kaylin, um, my goodness, he as athletic as Ian and Keon are, he might be the most athletic. Um, really? Yeah, LJ says it all the time. Like, he's only two, and he's just, you know, the way he walks, I mean, he, you know, he walks super early, and he just has muscles, and you, you see, like, the <laughs> definition. You see the definition in his legs. Um, you know, and he's, he's just aggressive. Like, Really? He, he's just, he just has a, a very aggressive, uh, you know, type of, of mindset. But, again, you know, sweet young kid. Um Loves to dance, loves music, um, which you know, which he gets from from LJ and I. So, again, man, you know, we're 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 blessed. Um, you know, when you when we look back to the struggles that we had early in our marriage with having kids, and you know, they all still sleep in the room with us, and it's like we wake up every morning like <laughs> we got we have three <laughs> kids here in our room, you know, and about to have number four. I might be sleeping on the floor by next year, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, man, you know, our, our kids are great. Our kids are great. Oh, well, and I love how um, my favorite thing is when you talk about them, because these are things that you obviously cannot fake. When you talk about them, you, I see, you know, your, your passion. I see your, your love. I see, you know, how excited you are just talking about uh, their personalities, just breaking down their personalities yeah. and watching yeah. them grow. They must love this whole pandemic thing. Well, not the pandemic per se, but you know, being locked down with the parents right now, they must, they must love this whole situation. Are they aware yeah. of what's happening um, uh, to a certain degree, coach? You know, to, to a certain degree, boom. I mean, you know, they, they just kind of keep asking like, Dada, like, you know, how come we can't go outside? So, you know, we, we explain to them and, you know, they're just like, ah, you know, when's the virus going to go away? Mm-hmm. Um, because again, you know, they're young, you know, with, with my son, you know, being seven, turning eight here in a couple of weeks, you know, Keona's five, Kaylin's two, you know, kids at that age, they, you know, they, I, I, I know for our kids, like they're, they're active, you know, whether it's, you know, going to school, spending time with their friends, doing their, you know, their, their right, right. The out, outside school activities and to not be able to do that. Or even just simply, you know, before, before pre COVID, you know, Elgin and I both like, we, we would separate time where I would take Keona on a date or I would take the boys out together. Right. And, and they know when they go and have their dates with mom and dad, it's just kind of like, okay, well, we get to do whatever we want, you know? And it's like, whether we go watch a movie or, right. you know, Kiona loves ice cream, we'll go on our ice cream date or, you know, the boys and I will go to a time zone, mm-hmm. you know, just, just stuff like that. And to not be able to do that. Um, you know, probably bou- probably bouncing off the walls at home. Oh man. Hey, every day, <laughs> every day. Um, but again, you know, at the same time, this, you know, during this, this uh, lockdown is usually the time of the year where I'm really busy. 
um, with, mm. with coaching and it's right. you around the playoffs. So I'm traveling a lot more. So, you know, as tough as it was initially to, to not be going through that whole process again, you know, once I took a step back and, and really realized like, Hey, you know, I, I, I feel horrible about losing our season, but on the other side of that, of course, I've gotten yeah. all this quality, quality family time. And, and, mm. and it's been great um, to spend time with my kids. I mean, you know, they're, they're attached to LJ and I's hip all day, but like I said, we love it, man. We're, we're, we're thankful. And we know, we know how blessed we are. Did you learn anything about yourself? Um, you said, you said it yourself that, you know, this is different from your usual routine annually at this time of the year. Did you yeah. learn anything about yeah. yourself, about your wife, about your family, maybe even your kids now that you guys have been, you know, tied up and not tied up, but I mean, you know, spending so much time together uh, all these months. And uh, was anything surprised you about, uh, you know, the family or even yourself? You know, you found out things about yourself in this pandemic. You know, you know, boom. Um... There's, there's, there's definitely a couple of things. I think, I think one, um, you know, it's, it's allowed LJ and I both, um, to just kind of just take a step back and slow down a bit. Um, because, you know, as a coach, you know, the, the, mm. the, the schedule and, and, and the time that, that, that you need to put forth for the team, whether it's coaches meetings, practice, post-practice meetings, watching video late at night, you know, sh she's running her own, uh, you know, her own business, business you know, time yeah. moves. Yeah, you know, time moves quick. And then, you know, the kids are in school, they have their activities, and, and it just, you know, it seemed like now getting a chance to step back, you see how fast life is moving. And and I think with this pandemic and this lockdown, it's it's forced us to kind of slow down a little bit and and and, and value and appreciate the, the, the time that we have together as a family. Um, it's given us both time, you know, to, to really just kind of reflect on how we can be better, how we can mm -hmm. be better in our, in our respective careers, how we could be better in our marriage and in our, you know, as, as parents, um, you know, and, and, you know, for me, boom, the first five or six weeks, man, of this, of this lockdown, I mean, you know, I know we're five months in, but, right. but that first month or so was really, really tough for me. And I, I know I've been saying again, that all throughout. Yeah. You know, I know, you know, again, for everyone tuning in, whether it's, you know, on Facebook or, or, you know, on the radio, radio yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I was, I was in a, pretty bad place the first five or six weeks really? um, just because you know i'm 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 a control freak in the sense that you know i you know for in, in, in as far as it pertains to our season it's like hey i want to dedicate all my time all my energy all my effort when i lose i can live with the result right but but the idea of not knowing um that was really tough to get over um, because this particular season and, and you know, we, we just had a lot of just peaks and valleys through the, the mm -hmm. first five months of the season. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we we're getting ready for the playoffs. And before we could even take off, you know, it was, it was pulled up, you know, from right. underneath our feet. Right. But, you know, again, you know, this is something that, that, you know, this pandemic has not just affected sports, but it's affected the world, right. but it was just really tough for me to accept. And, and, you know, it just kind of had me in, in a weird space because I've never been away from the game this long. Mm. Um, and, and, and again, you know, just again, I, I was just, I was just in a, in a pretty, you know, bad space, but it allowed LJ and I's communication as, as a married couple to open up a lot more because she knew that I was struggling and, 
you know, one morning she just kind of asked me, and again, this is about five weeks into the, the lockdown. And she right, just kind right. of said, you know, Hey, are you, are you okay? Right. And you know, it was important for me to hear that because I wasn't, you know, and, and, and I, and I hated that not only was I, you know, showing that to her, but more importantly for the kids. Mm, um, and, okay. and that after, after that, you know, that's, that's when, you know, I, I feel like, you know, my, my walk with God has gotten stronger during this lockdown because, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of what we're going through right now, man, it, it requires a lot of faith, you know, and, and, um, it's, it's allowed me to, to, to strengthen that walk. I still have a long way to go, but, um, I'm headed in the direction that I need to for, for my wife, for my family. And, uh, ever since that point, things got, things got better. And, and, you know, I know, I know it's still a difficult time for everyone, but, of course, you know, yeah. um, you know, I'm confident we'll, you know, we'll get through it. Um, did your, did your kids see it? Like the, I mean, did they sense that you, uh, got down on yourself and that you were at a low point and that uh, mentally you were uh, you were really at as you said your lowest you know I, I would like to say they didn't um, you know I tried to not I don't want to say fake it but mm-hmm. I, I really tried not to show that side to them but my wife knew you know she knew that I, that I was feeling bad they always um, do right yeah absolutely and so <laughs> Um, you know, again, you know, I, I was, it, it was, it was so great to hear that from her to just as a reminder for myself that she could see it and, and that I needed to change and I needed to be better for my family. And, right. and so, you know, again, this, this lockdown has, has been able, you know, not only given us family time, quality family time, but, you know, I've, I just started trying to find different ways to grow and learn as a coach doing different webinars. Correct, you know, I, I started I started reading much, you know, much more than, than I was, you know, during the season, just because, you know, you feel like you don't have enough time. Um, so just really kind of tapping in to other things that we may not have had time to do mm-hmm. pre COVID. Right. Um, and so, you know, again, um, it, it was, it's, it's been, you know, up and down and I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but again, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm keeping the faith and I know, you know, we'll, you know, we'll all get through this. We're talking to Coach Jimmy Alapant for those who are listening on radio, whether on the road or working from home. And for those watching on Facebook, on Twitch, and on the Kumo app. And, of course, our replays eventually when we get to uh, have this on YouTube and on Spotify. Good afternoon, Coach Jimmy Alapant joining the chat room. My name is Boom. I, I like that you mentioned that, Coach, because, one, uh, I'm, I'm not saying I like that you went through it. My point is some people don't realize as, you know, when you talk about Coach Jimmy Alapant, a lot of people perceive you as kind of like a charmed one. It's been a charmed life. You have to admit that. I mean, no, I know sure. you, right? Uh, there's so much, to be, so much to be thankful for, yes, um, yes. regardless of whether it's your personal life or your professional life or playing career or a coaching career. Mm. Um, and to for you to say something like that, especially in the first month or the first five weeks, because um, we all go th- go through or we all went through I guess, different levels of, yes. you know, right. You know what I mean? So yep. um, for you to say that our listeners, our viewers, uh, um, you know, have, will uh, I'm sure relate to the fact that uh, even, you know, somebody as charmed as coach Jimmy Alapag uh, experiences something like this. My, my, the interesting part is your wife kind of 
in that moment you said snapped you out of it a little bit you know that yeah. was like yeah. that was right the uh, the turning point where you have to say you had to say you got to pick up uh, yourself I, i can totally relate on that probably on the fifth week also coach uh <laughs> it's probably the same for me when my wife did that for me and my friends too um mm. also uh, a couple of them you know slick and tony Uh, who kind yep. of you know they your friends kind of also even if they're going through the same thing you know they're all you, you guys are all picking each other up for sure um, for sure but what about lj she was the one who snapped you out of it but how did she take those first five weeks did did was she was she just a super strong was she extremely positive was she you know because that's that carla you know my wife right she was yep, like yep. that there yep. you know and Unfortunately, we're separated uh, physically, and but fortunately, she's in a better situation where she can be more positive. Also, because of the way uh, they've been able to control everything there in Singapore, um, mm. but just generally, she is a bubbly, you know, positive person. How how was LJ in the first five weeks? If uh, if you don't mind no, asking, coach. No, not at all. You know, boom. I think I think LJ and Carla share a lot of the same traits because. You know, naturally, she's a very strong-willed person, um, and and here I was, you know, because because the game of basketball has 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 had such a huge impact on my life. My whole thing was, you know, man, I can't believe what happened to our season. And you know, and and it took it took those that that time for me to realize, like, hey, listen, you know, there's there, there's other things to life than the game mm-hmm. of basketball, and you're not not to say that you know it's you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's okay to feel bad, but there's still other things around and, you know, it's, and, and there's my wife and there's my kids. And so even though it took me a while to figure that out and take that step back and, and I guess realize that again for her, because she's naturally strong-willed, mm. she just went into, okay, well, we just, we, you know, we'll be fine. You know, we'll, we'll get through this. She was extremely positive. Um, you know, keeping the kids busy, you know, um, during the morning, just so that, you know, because they were doing homeschool, but it was only a few days a week. Um, so, I mean, she, she just kind of took, you know, what, you know, what, uh, what was going on and just kind of ran with it and said, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll adjust accordingly and, and navigate our way through it. And so, um, you know, it, it didn't surprise me at all that she was the one to say, Hey, you all right? Like, listen, we'll be fine. You know, you'll right. be fine. I'll be fine. You know, us as a family, we'll be fine. Right. But, you know, you got it. You got it. You got to get up. And because back like during during those five weeks, man, you know how much you and I love to work out. Yep. And right. like, this is a very small thing, but it's important because when you work out, you know, your energy is better. And, Mental, and mentally, you're better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think more than the physical, it's the mental part where you Agree. just kind of just feel fresh and, and you could just kind of go about your day in a more positive kind of space. And I wasn't working out like right. at all. Like I had right. no motivation. And for me, who's worked out, you know, literally my entire all your life, life, yeah. To not to not have that motivation, it just made me feel worse. And 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 I I felt like it just kind of kept bringing me further down. And so, um, once once I got past that, I said, okay, <laughs> you know. You know, shirts shirts started to not fit as as, 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 they, as they did. You know, five weeks before. There's like a pre-COVID yeah. fit and a yeah. yeah. so, uh, so I'm like, okay, 
you know, the man upstairs was like, hey, you know, got to get back, got to get back moving. And so, you know, just started working out from home. And, and, and again, just just started being active and, and, and trying to find a routine where, you know, I, I still have my time to, to grow and learn as a coach, you know, to, to work out so that I'm just in a better physical and mental state. Right. And then again, just, you know, understanding and valuing the, the family time that we've had um, during this lockdown. Sounds so familiar. Sounds very, very familiar. Everything that you just said there, uh, you tend to, and the opening part of, I guess, crisis in general. Again, I think we have to be forgiven, everybody, uh, because we've never got, you know, experienced anything like this. There's, uh, yes. there's no peg or template that, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we know uh, how to approach it. Um, so I think you uh, or anybody else, myself, should be forgiven to it, you know, for going through what we went through in the first few weeks, regardless mm -hmm. of whether it's mentally. And sometimes you, you think about it and you think, you think you're being selfish, you know, oh, there's no more basketball or you can't work, you know, I, mean, I, yeah. you know, I lost the network, you know, I, I'm not, yeah. you know, same working. You think about those things and then you have LJ who puts everything in perspective, the same thing that happened with my wife who did that for me, puts everything in perspective and then mm -hmm. kind of calm down. But I think you are also allowed to have that. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I guess that's why it's also partnership, right? Uh, yeah. You're, you're allowed to have that, that, that period where whether it's her or you or me or my wife that you, you kind of panic a little bit and then you, yeah. you you're yeah. in a different mental state and then, you know, your partner snaps you out of it. It doesn't, it doesn't also, help when you see coach Chappie working out every day right our, our coach, coach <laughs> I know, right <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't help our situation when we see that but, so yeah but you know boom i i do i do want to say something to the listeners Please. Too. you know i i i hope everybody who's tuned in today you know like you said I, I think you said it best you know don't feel bad for you know feeling bad during this lockdown um because again you know whether it's whether it's myself or, or you you know, it's, it's what makes us all human, right? Like, right. you know, we're, nobody's, nobody's invincible to this pandemic that's affected the entire world. Um, and so, you know, I just, I, I definitely want to use this time to encourage people because again, for someone who, I mean, I like to consider myself a strong-willed person who, right. who handles things, but you know, when, when this pandemic hit, you know, I was affected as well. And, and, you know, I just want people who are listening to, to understand that, it's okay to go through that, but you know, just, you know, you, you have to pick yourself up and, and, yeah, yeah. and if you feel like you can't do it, you know, by yourself, right. then, then lean on the people who are closest to you in your life, whether, whether it's, you know, you're fortunate like us to have a wife or to have a family or to have your immediate family or, you know, close friends that you might be able to talk to, you know, through, through, you know, through online or FaceTime or whatever it might be. Um, you know, to lean on them to, to help you through this because it's it's something that we're all experiencing and and you know I, I want people to 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 still be encouraged that that we'll get through it and and I know again it's it's an incredibly difficult time for for so many people but um, you know again I, I think that's what makes us human and what what makes us who we are that that we'll get through this. All right, we're talking to Coach Jimmy Alapag right here, halfway through the show here, the chat room. My name is Boom. Coach Jimmy Alapag has always been known to be, well, you said it yourself, a strong-willed, positive. You, you share a lot of positivity with, with your uh, uh, social media accounts. You've always been uh, considered as a nice guy overall. Um, 
I have a quick story. Uh, I'll let you rest for a second, uh, Coach. Um, there, was, there was a show that I was supposed to do. And uh, this is a couple of years ago during the whole um, the shot thing for, for Gilas. I'm sure everybody remembers that, right? So I was supposed to do a show and then off the air, they were saying, okay, we got to share Jimmy, all the guests. We got to share Jimmy Alapag moment, you know? And, and you and I have shared a lot of uh, moments, you know, thanking, of course, of course our, our, our Nike family. And we've, we've done a lot of Absolutely. things together. And we've, we've, uh, I've heard you uh, tell a lot of stories also. So people were, so the producers say, everybody's got to share Jimmy Alapag moment. And I said, but my best Jimmy Alapag moment has nothing to do with sports. <laughs> and, I, and you might be weirded out that you're hearing this. I, I don't no, know. No, not at all. Not at okay, all. Okay. Not so at let all. me tell the story. I'll, t- I'll tell you the story real quick. <clears throat> so this was a couple of years back, maybe three years back. I'm not sure. You, you, we bumped into each other. This is my Jimmy Alapag nice guy story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were with your beautiful wife, of course, LJ, who I've known for a while also. And I was, uh, I think I was with uh, one of our friends, Brent, uh, Brent Tavier, right? So I think okay. we, we were together and we bumped into each other in a store. You, you visited uh, the store and uh, it was Valentine's. I think you guys were out for Valentine's. Okay. Um, uh, and you were in the, we were in the mall. Um, so we see each other and you're like, okay, so we, we you know, shake hands and all that. Say, how are you, brother? And, and then you, the first thing you say, obviously, was, so how's Carla? You know, it's, it's Valentine's. You, you guys are, you guys, are you separated right now? You know, she's in Singapore and, and it's Valentine's Day. And it was a time that me and Carla were not together. <laughs> I, I remember this. I remember this. So, I remember this. So, because so, we did, we were separated for a few months, for around eight months. Um, and LJ sees or hears what I say. And I say, it, you know, I didn't call you out or anything. I just, well, coach, we're not together anymore. But, but thank you. You know, uh, you know, I hope you guys are having fun today. LJ smacks you right here in the shoulder a couple of times. He's like, why, why? you shouldn't have asked that. You should have said that. And I go to LJ, no, no, it's okay. He, I mean, he wouldn't have not been able to, you know, tell or he, he doesn't know yeah. whether, you know. Yeah. He's not up to date with my personal life, so that's fine. No, but that's insensitive. Like LJ going like that, so funny. And then I, I remember this. Right? I remember we were this. inside the store, and then we diffuse. Yeah. We diffuse the whole thing. You were flush. You were so red, super apologetic to us to the degree that a few hours later, you still messaged me and still apologized to me. And I'm like, man, this guy's too nice. This guy is so so good. He's so nice. And I said. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, you, there's no way you would, you know, you would know that. But, but yeah, I guess my point is, have you always been like this, coach? I mean, I've known you to be like this since day one, but, uh, and I know now you remember the story and it's all gone, but uh, growing up, were you always a nice boy? Did you, or did you go through like a naughty stage as you, when you were a boy, did you do you know, some some little kid bad stuff also when you were a boy growing up. Well, before before I tell you that, I, I'm just glad that that story had a, a very happy ending because because you guys are married, happily married. And, Thank you, coach. Um, but but I re- I do remember that. I mean, That's so funny. Yeah. You know, um. But you know, honestly, boom. Like I, you know what you're what you're talking about. I I, I absolutely a hundred and. 50% get it from my dad, you know, because ever since that I was young and, and, and I, and I tell this to, to my kids, to all three of them, 
Mm. You know, my, my dad, with us growing up, you know, the big family that we had, me being the youngest of six, he was so big on respect and treating people well. Right. He, I mean, I can't tell you, he's told me a million times in my life, hey, my son, make sure that you're good to people. Make right. sure you're respectful to people so that they respect you. And, and I'm telling you, you know, I'm 42, you know, I'll be 43 in December. And that is, that is a message that I hold on to and have held on to my entire life. You know, that, you know, because I, I see it, I see it with my dad, mm. you know, he's the type of person where if he meets you for five minutes and you ask for the shirt off his back, he'll give it to you. Like, you know, and, and even when I was younger, you know, my friends would come over to the house. First thing my dad does is, Hey, what do you guys want to eat? And he'd, you know, if we didn't have any food at the house, he would try to order food for them. And, and he was just always trying to do stuff for people. And I mm. think that comes from his upbringing because it wasn't like that for him. And mm. he wanted to kind of change that narrative for our family. And so that was a message that, you know, that again, that, that I hold close to my heart because even till now, you know, my dad just turned 82 in June and mm. You know, he hasn't been to the to the Philippines in a couple of years now because you know, right. he's older and it's Correct. a little bit more difficult for him to travel. But anytime he comes back, man, yep. it, it's amazing. You know, you know, like I would see him after a game, and my dad's introducing me to like twenty people. I'm like, I'm like, Pop, I'm like, who are all these people? Oh, you know, I, I met this person at at, at this re- you know at Starbucks, and I met oh. him at the game. They were sitting behind me, and this family was sitting in front of me, and I was telling them that you're my son and (laughs) he just, he just has that. He just has that connection with people. And and I, and I, I know I get it from him and uh, you know, and I think it's important, you know, I mean, I, I know, like you said, how, how blessed I've been in my life and I wouldn't have had the success that I've had, you know, on and off the court without a strong foundation of people, you know, a, a, a great supportive family, you know, very close friends, you know, who, who are just there, who are, who are there to, to, to support you. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's something that I've always tried to, 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 to do myself. You're, you're probably going to do the same anyway for Ian, uh, Kyoto and Kaylin. They're, you're going to be yeah. saying the same stuff. You're going to be, you know, introducing them to everybody like now. Right? I know. That's, for that, sure. That's, does the leadership quality also come from your father, those qualities that you've developed all these years, the storytelling uh, capabilities that you have as a person, uh, the motivational uh, qualities that you also have? Uh, was that from your father or was that from like earlier coaches that you had in high schools? Because I know you also had some, some struggles uh, in high school about, you know, yeah playing time or just, you know, just yep. playing in general, your size and all of these things, where'd you get those other qualities? Or is it also from your father? Well, well, you know, boom, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky because, you know, growing up, you know, and, and, and a lot of kids nowadays aren't fortunate enough to grow up in a two parent home. Right. Um, I was, I was one of the lucky ones. And so, you know, a lot of my leadership, you know, is, you know, when I, when I look at my dad's work ethic and I look at, you know, his, just his, you know, his connection to people and, and how much he, he really cares about everybody. Um, you know, it, it's, it's something that, that, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud to see that that's, that's the type of man that my dad is, but mm-hmm. my mom, you know, she's, mm. she's a very, she's a very strong little person too. And I think that's where her and LJ are, are so much alike because, you know, during, 
during struggles in my life rather than, you know, being the mom where, I mean, again, she, she showered me with love just like she did with all my, with all my siblings, siblings. but you know, she, the, the, any, any difficult times that I had in my life, you know, my mom would always be the one to say, well, well, you work harder and you show them, right. you show them, you show them what you're doing. And, and again, this is from back in high school when, mm-hmm. you know, I was, you know, a, a freshman in high school on the varsity team and not playing, you know, I, I would go home and be miserable. You and wanted to give up, mom, right? You wanted to get yeah, up. Absolutely. One point, right? by, my, uh, yeah. At one point in my, in my second year of high school, you know, I, I was done, you know, because I was a kid coming early, staying late, doing everything that you're supposed to, <laughs> but I wasn't playing, you know, right, right. I was, I was the kid that when you're up 20, you're down 20, the crowd's like, put Jimmy in the game. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and again, to all the listeners out there, you know, we've all, we've all been in high school at, at, at a time in our, at, at one point of our life. And, you know, high school status is important. And mm. as cool as it was, and as exciting as it was to be the only kid, you know, in a high school with like 6,000 students on the varsity team, that's pretty cool. But then once the season starts and I'm not playing, uh, it's not, it's not as exciting. It's not as cool anymore. It, it becomes embarrassing. And, you know, when I would go home and I wanted to quit and I'd feel so bad going home, you know, as much as my mom showed love to me, she was always the first one to say, well, then you, then you better just work harder mm-hmm. and you show them, you show them that you deserve to play. And so, All right, Coach, I think I lost you again. Coach, hang on, hang on. I think I lost your audio. Sorry, Coach. I'm here. You there? Oh, there you go, there. Okay. Got you back. Okay, um, yeah. So you're saying so, your mom, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, as much as she showered me and, and the rest of my son with love, I mean, she she was also very strong-willed. And then you go out there and you work harder. You know, right, I mean, right, right. Quitting, quitting was not an option for her or my dad. Right. Um, and so a lot of my foundation for my work ethic and just making things work comes from them and, right. and my siblings as well. So, right. you know, I'm again at the age that I am now and, and been away from the game now for, for three years, four years. Um, you know, I, I look back on what they taught me and, and being able to grow up in that type of household and, and how important it was. Um, two things. First is at least people still clamored for you to be, put into the game regardless of whether because because people like me they didn't care whether I was on the bench or not you know they didn't even notice whether I was on the bench or not so you're still a good coach and second second is I think that story um underscores the again the importance or the significance and the value of delayed gratification you know and and yeah. and sometimes you perceive we perceive that we're doing enough. Sometimes we perceive we're working yeah. hard enough. Um, and then you have somebody like your mom or your coach or whoever who tells you, no, yeah. it, it's still not enough. Obviously, it's still not enough. And it's not to put you down, but it's to just to, because sometimes we have a different view of ourselves, obviously, right? We have a different view of for sure, for sure. how we do things. And we think we're doing enough already without really, yeah. you know, um, being objective and examining and being really, really introspective of whether we are doing enough. Are we being good enough? Are we being nice enough? Are yeah. we, you know, these things. I think that's what I'm trying to 
uh, point out. And that's why they're parents, right? They're wiser and they, they tell you that. that yeah, absolutely. No, I yeah. agree, absolutely. Um, you're very, okay, despite all of these things that we've talked about, and despite you being in the limelight uh, since day one, since you came uh, to the Philippines, because obviously, even as a rookie, like I said, it's been a charmed life. I know you you went through some struggles uh, early on uh, because you didn't have family here. You weren't familiar with anybody. You, you know, you, you lived with our, our good buddy Harvey Carey for a while, just, you know, dealing yep. with each other because that's how you guys dealt with the loneliness and not having a family. But despite that, your rookie year was still extremely solid. You, you won rookie of the year. Uh, you, you know, you, you won champ. You, was it a one? You did win a championship in your yes. rookie year. Yes. You, you made the mythical team. Um, so no complaints in that department. It has been, as I said, uh, a, a pretty charmed life. So since then, you've been under the spotlight or in the spotlight uh, all throughout. Until now, you're, way, you're retired, you're, you're coaching, and now the YouTube channel and all that with your beautiful family. <laughs> But but the question I wanted to ask is how do you balance though, coach? And this is really a sincere question, not necessarily just for me, but for everybody watching and listening. How do you balance protecting your personal life and your private life, and exposing a lot of it out there also through you know, your your social media platforms? Um, you know, you know, boom, that's a great question. Um, but but I I think I think the biggest key is balance. Um. And, you know, because, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to live out a childhood dream to play professionally and, and not just play professional basketball anywhere in the world, but here at home. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that that was an absolute game changer, especially for someone like me who didn't grow up in the Philippines. It, it really provided, you know, a, a foundation and, and an opportunity for me to really learn more about where I come from and, and who I am as a person. And, mm. and I feel like being here has, has really allowed me to grow up, not, not just as an athlete, but I think more so just as, as a human being, as, as a, as a man. Um, because, you know, again, the, the, the transition early on was, was tough, but it allowed me to kind of get out of that box, I guess that I, that I, that I'd been in because I went to high school 10 minutes from home. I went to college 20 minutes from home and then having to travel from California to Manila, mm. it kind of forced me to kind of spread my wings and Hey, you know, you know, fly or, or, or crash. And, you know, again, because of the, the, the foundation of support that I had from home and, you know, coaches and mentors and friends, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful looking back now at, at right. how it all, how it all uh, played out. But, Again, going back to what I was saying, I, I think it's just balance. And do you have conversations with LJ? Do you sit down and say, "Okay, this one we're not sharing. This one let's talk about on our channel. This one let's you know." Um, do you guys have like conversations about uh, the things that you want to share and don't want to share? No, you know, for us, for us, going that's you know when when it was actually LJ's idea to do the vlog, and mm. honestly, I was a little really. Bit I thought it was yours all along, Coach. <laughs> Uh, um, you know, and, and it, it took me a while to kind of warm up to the idea, but I bet, I bet, you know, you know, she said, Hey, you know, this is a chance for people to just see us as a family and, and, and not just see you as the basketball player, but see you mm. as, as, 
a person, see you as humanize, you know, been, humanize you. Absolutely. You know, to okay. see you as the dad and all the crazy stuff that the kids make us do. And, and, mm. and I said, well, you know, I, I think we, you know, in a way we owe that to the people who support us, you know, mm. and, and supported both of us. But I know, especially for me, because I didn't grow up here, you know, right. and, and, but yet, but yet I've been here, you know, almost 20 years. And so, um, you know, we started the channel and it's been cool, you know, and, and honestly, boom, the, the best part about it is just, you know, the feedback that we've been getting because it's allowed us to connect to not just, you know, fans and supporters here in the Philippines, but also all of our couple of buyers who are abroad. And there's so many, right? Um, you know, especially for my time with Gilas, I mean, it didn't matter where we traveled Correct. and the love and the support from home all of court. Our it was buyers. always home court. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so um, to be able to connect with them and, and, and share with them a little piece of, of our family. And, and it's, it's us, you know, like what you see on the vlog. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like, Oh, you know, did they, you know, was that, was that like set up? I mean, it's, it's our family. And, and that's, that's what I've grown since we've had the channel um, to, to appreciate that what people see is, is us, you know, it's, I mean, me waking up in the morning and, you know, and, and with the kids and just working out with Ian. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, whatever the case may be having, having meals right. together or, right, right. you know, just the, the crazy stuff that, that the kids want us to do, you know, at home. So, so are you comfortable um, with it now already? Have you like, you know, uh, you know, the having the camera on you technically? Okay. I'm not going to say comfortable, <laughs> but, but, I'll, but I'll say I'm, I've gotten a lot better. I, okay. I, I, I will, I will admit that. And so, um, it's cool. And, and you know, the kids, the kids enjoy it, but you know, I think, I think again, boom, that's, that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing is just to, just to balance it, you know, balance, right. um, you know, our, our life and, and our hectic schedule, even during this pandemic working from home, right. but, but still, but still have, you know, making sure that we spend time with the kids and, and making sure that's quality time. And, and again, you know, what, what people see in the blog is, is our family. And, and I hope that's what they feel when they watch us. That it's not like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll include that. No, I don't want to include that. It's, it's, uh, it's us. It's okay. Us. Well, well, you better look out because I think uh, Kiona, when she gets her own channel. Um, oh, man, I'm telling <laughs> you. You're done. You're I'm, bra I'm, I'm bracing myself for that <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> you're done. It's a done deal. We're talking to Coach Jimmy Alapag here, uh, listening through Magic 89.9. And uh, for those watching on uh, Facebook Live and, of course, on the Kumu app and on Twitch, we got a few more minutes with the uh, four-time father now, um, Coach yes, Jimmy Alapag. Hey, what's the craziest internet rumor that uh, you've read about yourself? <laughs> I just randomly. Thought, oh man, you, um, were there craziest? Any? Yeah, like internet rumor. Is, yeah, like you read this and it's like this is just stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Okay, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. This, this just comes to mind when you say right. that. Like, go. I remember I read something like, this was, I don't even remember like what point of my career this was, but I, I read something on the internet, and again, I, I don't even know. I, I just, this just pops through my mind. But right. somebody wrote like, oh, you know, this point guard in the Philippines, he plays in the national team, and he's only five three. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm like. I'm like yeah, I'm like, 
I'm like, come on, man. Like, I get it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't blow you away with my, with my, you know, with my height or my, you know, my size, but come on, you know, and that, you know, maybe you guys are talking about you coach. Come on. No, no, because I, I remember, I do remember it was something like, Oh, you know, Jimmy Alapog, you know, oh, okay. doing, he named doing you. well in the PBA. Right. I, I, I couldn't even tell you, but it was like, you know, he's doing well in the PBA and he's playing for the national team and he's doing all this at 5'3". And it's like, all right, nothing against anybody who's 5'3", but I'm a little taller than that. Like, <laughs> you know? Uh, Come on, man. But, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, that's funny. That, 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 I mean, that's... You know, I, I've been pretty fortunate. There hasn't really been anything too crazy, right, right, right. Um, you know, about me on the internet. At least, you know, knock on wood. Yeah, in the NBA, they they add like a couple of inches. Well, here, all of a sudden, they, they man, bring they down. cut me. They cut me by like six inches. <laughs> he he could have said I was going on. Said I was six foot. You know. Yeah, no, what's going on? Yeah. Okay. He, he went the other way. Okay. Um, yes, you have been fortunate in terms of that. But if that's the story that pops into your head, that's not bad at all. <laughs> that's okay. You're, you're good. You're fine. Have you ever gotten into a fight, a fisticuff, outside of, of basketball? I mean, outside of like playing or whatever, because obviously there are emotions involved in that. But have you ever, do you, do you, did you ever get into? No, you know what? I wow. honestly think the, the, I think I got into a fight when I was like in third grade. Um, okay. wow. You know, some kid was trying to give me a hard time and I just defended myself. And then we got in trouble and had to go to the principal's office. And, you know, <laughs> that's, it? Um, that's it. Yeah. I mean, but, but honestly, no, I mean, again, man, I, I've, I've been really that's fortunate. I, I've had, I've had a lot of, you know, great people in my life, you know, not just my family, but, but my close circle of friends and, and, and I felt like, you know, if there were ever times, even like when I was in high school, um, right. I was always the kid that, you know, one of my friends would, would, you know, would stand up and be like, no, well, ah, if, you have, okay. if you have an issue with Jimmy, then, then it's an issue with us. Right. You know, right, right. Kind of thing. And so, right. um, yeah, again, I, I've been, I've been really, I've been really fortunate in that, that, that aspect of, of not, you know, not really, you know, getting into fights. Um, I, I don't think I have also, but it's a completely different reason. I run away right away. <laughs> and I see something. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm running that, away that, from That's this an way. option too. That's an option too. <laughs> well, you know, I think I'm smart. That's all it is. I just yeah, get away. Uh, I'm running away as far as I can from, from, from that. Okay. A couple of questions, uh, Coach, if you don't mind. Um, sure. There, there are rumors about uh, um, a PBA bubble. Uh, your thoughts on that, on on uh, them thinking about it and how it can be pulled off. Obviously, there are a couple of sporting events that have been successful in terms of a bubble. The UFC has been very successful from the very yep. start. They're the first yep. ones who came up with their own little bubble and an island and the apex. And then, of course, now we've seen it in the NBA and. Almost yeah. every what week they test and it's all zero positives and all that. What are your thoughts on us locally doing it here? Is it too risky? Is it uh, you know, or do you know enough about it to make a uh, sound uh, judgment? You know, again, boom. It's you know, it's obviously at the end of the day going to going to come down to 
the PBA and Commissioner Willie and, and, and the board to to decide, you know, um, what what the league will do. But, you know, for someone who played in the league for so long, I'm, I'm hopeful for the guys um, because I know how much, you know, us as Filipinos, whether it's the guys in the PBA or, you know, the, the fans, like there, there's such a love and passion for the game here. So I'm, I'm incredibly hopeful for the guys that they'll – get a chance to play um but at the same time you know it is going to be tough because you, you look at you know you know what's happening within the country and that you know the viruses are still you know relatively high so i think i think that does pose a lot of challenges for for the pba but um you know i, I think the fact that they are you know at least considering the bubble mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think i think i think it's 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 a step in 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 a, in a positive direction because Again, the the NBA specifically, they've kind of set the bar as far as this is something that could work, considering the times that we're in. Um, um, but I do think one of the challenges the PBA has is, you know, there's no Disney World facility, correct, correct, you know, that could house the PBA players like it does the NBA guys in Orlando. Um, right. So but not I that we know I, of, anyway. <laughs> yeah, at least not that we know of. So. I, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges because if they can find a space that can accommodate everyone, then I, I think there's a chance. Um, mm. So, you know, I mean, I'm, again, I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, we all miss the game. Um, and, and I hope for, for the, the players and the coaches, especially that, that, that they get a chance to, to at least, you know, get a, a little bit of the game back um, for the league. And then of right. course for all, for all the fans. Because there are a couple of teams already, like uh, in in their practice practice uh, facilities, right? The, yes. Yeah. Uh, training uh, that have been approved by the IATF. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we're about to say goodbye to Coach Jimmy Alapag. He's got better things to do than to uh, you know uh, <laughs> reminisce. No, man. No, man. Me. No, man. Thank <laughs> you for having me. It's been great. No, no. It, uh, it's a perfect time, actually, a perfect time to have you, Coach. There are rumors. There are articles. Um, circulating about the uh, I guess the the uh, operative word would be contemplating contemplating on leaving the Philippines uh, that was the article that came out or a couple of articles that came out uh, how do you want to address this and what do you want to say to uh, uh, these things uh, because you've already addressed the five three internet rumors so um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the other rumor that's circulating um, about uh, you leaving the country well, you know, you know, it's funny, boom, because I haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone, right. um, so I was, I was a little surprised when, when the article came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for for everyone who, you know, who's curious about, you know, what they read, um, you know, if you look at the times that we're in, you know, with, with so much uncertainty, whether it's in sports and just in general, um, yeah, life, yeah, know, yeah, right, in life in general, you know, it, it's something that that. Uh, LJ and I have talked about and you know we have we have explored the the idea of of moving our family to the states at least for the time being um one to be close to the family um because Mm. like I mentioned earlier my dad just turned 82 82 correct um and you know with with this COVID thing you know around and you know the 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 significant impact that it has on the elderly um it really prevents my parents from flying 
especially right. on, on a long flight from the U.S. to Manila anytime soon. Right. Um, so so to be closer to them um, is is a, is a priority for, for me, especially. Um, and at the same time, also exploring, you know, possible, you know, work opportunities, coaching opportunities, whether mm. whether it's in the G League or the NBA. Um, so, you know, as of now, we're exploring it. Um, haven't decided yet with any finality as far as what we'll, you know, what we'll do. But I think with what we're going through and what we're experiencing, you know, for, for somebody who has a family, who has a wife and kids, it's something that you have to explore. And, right. and that's, that's, that's what we've been doing. Um, I, I have been in contact with, with different, you know, networks that I made from, from last summer, right, in the, right. the summer league. Mm. Um, so, you know, so we'll see, um, you know, but I, I feel like either way, you know, I, I've been here for almost 20 years and, and my heart is here. And, you know, no matter what happens, if we go, we stay, you know, a, a piece of my heart's always here. So, right, right. you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see in the, in, in the coming weeks or months. Well, it's always, I mean, it's always great to have options, right? To have options Absolutely. is always uh, great. Um, just to touch on that like, one last time, the whole uh, NBA thing, you talk about G League, you talk about Summer League. Boy, that bug must have, that, that, when it bit you, that, that must have felt good. I mean, you must, have, you must be feeling the effects still of, of being exposed to that opportunity, that culture, um, the way they do things, um, uh, and everything about it. It must be, must be like a drug. If, a drug, if you ever, I guess, have uh, any addiction to a, you know, something, that must be something you can, you can relate to when it comes to that whole uh, NBA experience. Uh, am I, am I wrong sure. by saying that, Coach? No, no, you're, you're 100, 110% spot on um every every second every minute every day that i was with sacramento last summer um was was a dream come true um i mean it was it was inc- it was an incredible experience from the my first day with them till my last day when we lost our last game in in, in vegas um you played five you know, games correct? For, yes yeah. but then we also they also had the california classic that's in right, that's sacramento right where we had another three games and, and, you know, just from my experience there, you know, they didn't treat me as a guest coach or a coach from the Philippines. They treated me like I was a part of their family and wow. to go into that experience, not knowing what the heck to expect, mm-hmm. you know, you know, me simply reaching out to, you know, their former GM Vlade Vlade, Dimash, right. and, and, and him, you know, replying right away saying, sure why don't you come join us for summer league it'll be a great experience i mean i i literally like almost dropped my phone when i saw i bet his 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 message pop up that it was from him and so you know just meeting you know so many great people within the organization and and really feeling a part of what they do um it was it was everything and more than what i could have expected and uh, uh right. extremely extremely grateful for for the chance to be with them last summer well, to a certain degree, I would like to say that um, I guess I can relate in the, in, to a certain extent that it's a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't get to see, don't get to hear, don't get to read about. That really means a lot. I'm sure that's what really becomes very addictive. The conversations mm-hmm. that you have with whether yeah. it's a coach, player, or anybody in the, the organization. Like I say that to a certain degree, like I said, from a production side, when we used to cover 
the NBA. I mean, it's great to be able to cover it and to obviously meet the, the athletes and to be able to do it on TV. But the other stuff, the production stuff, the meetings and chatting with people from different networks, from different countries and finding out, you know, how they do things, all the things that mm -hmm. don't come out on social media. Or, uh, that to me was the addictive part or addicting part. And uh, I would, I suppose your, you know, your personal conversations, the dinners or lunches and all uh, the, uh, right? Amazing. Been, amazing. So um, I'll share a quick story with you. I know we're getting to the end. No, no, I'll go, please. Story with you. Um, go until midnight if you want. So, so our, <laughs> So our first, our first team practice, um, I got there a day early, got a chance to meet everyone. Some of the guys were already at the facility working out, but the guys who were going to be on their summer team were arriving later that evening. So mm -hmm. I was there a day early. The next morning, they say, hey, there's going to be a coaches meeting um, at 8 o'clock. So they're early. Uh, I'm there with, uh, with a former Sacramento player, and he's, he's one of their assistants, Bobby Jackson. Ooh. So him and I are sitting there, and we're just talking. And all the coaches come in. Everyone on the Sacramento Kings coaching staff. Wow. And who walks in last? Luke Walton. Wow. And, and you know, this is like, you know, a month, month and a half, you know, after he got the job. And okay. so he walks in and, you know, introduces himself to all of us and, you know, for all the, the guest coaches and shakes our hand. He's like, right. well, hey, welcome. And we're in a coaches meeting. And we're talking about the summer league and talking about everything from preparation, practice schedule, the guys we have coming in, who's right. playing, who's not. I mean, and, and just to be there, you know, I, I literally had to take just like five seconds to be like, I'm, I'm sitting here right. in a coach's meeting <laughs> with an NBA staff. And, and again, it was, it was just amazing. And, and uh, you know, really, really thankful for, for all my time that I had with them. You probably felt like you were a ten-year-old, right? Like you just. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Every day, right? Every yeah. day. That's amazing. That's an amazing, and I'm sure there are a bunch of those stories uh, that you have from that experience. Uh, and again, you're one of the best storytellers out there. When you, you when you when you say when you tell these stories, I somehow feel I'm in there. I'm I'm like you know I'm digging in with you. So <laughs> I appreciate uh, that talent of yours. Uh, uh, Coach you. Jimmy Alapag, uh, and again, congratulations on uh, the biggest news, of course, uh, the baby coming uh, your way. And thank you. Are, are you the I appreciate type? That. Uh, you're very welcome. Are you the type who uh, are you going to announce the, the gender? Are you going to well, what's the deal with this fourth one? Are you going to change yeah, well, it up? Uh, no, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> we'll announce. Excuse me. Um, yeah. And, you know, now now that we're going on number four, like I, I'm. I'm hoping that I'm much better in the delivery room because um, that that hasn't been the case. Um, uh, I, I almost passed out, you know, when when Kiona was born. Um, so so I'm hoping I'm hoping this time around I'm a little bit better. Um, but yeah, we're excited, man. You know, um, you know, we'll probably know the gender here in the next probably I think month or two. So right, uh, right. yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, as your mother would say, well, work harder, Jimmy. Be better. <laughs> I, I know. I, I need to be. I need to be. I need to be. Uh, Kobe would say, be better, right? There you go. Yeah, for uh, sure. For sure. Congratulations on the baby. Congratulations on everything that has happened to you. Um, uh, also, whatever it is that you decide, Coach, um, hey, we're with you. We know you're doing whatever it is uh, because that's the best for the family more than anything else. And, you know, please send our regards to your, your father and your whole family 
in the U.S. I think I want to end this this uh, conversation, this chat with you, Coach, by saying, uh, and this is a cliche, but I'll say this, that you are the classic example or the personification of um, good things happen to good people. It's as simple as that. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate right. that. Thank you. Stay healthy, Coach. I'll talk to you again soon, hopefully in person next time. Uh, and yeah, I, again, sure. we appreciate your time. I mean, you were in this in your car the whole time. Uh, no, no you... worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you for yeah. having me. And I know you're. We'll I know you're. Soon. Yeah, I know you're a Maxwell fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up with a Maxwell song to say oh, goodbye. Man. You got oh, it. Perfect. perfect. All right. All right. Take appreciate care, Coach. You, All right. You too. Stay safe. All right. Thank you very much, guys. That is the chat room this week here on Magic eighty nine point nine.